everyone, welcome to the Average Football Pod. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you all had a lovely New Year. Hope you all had a lovely Christmas. Uh, sorry there was no midweek pod, but I didn't have a laptop to um, record a pod. So uh, apologies for that. Um, okay, right, let's go through some fixtures then, shall we? Um, so, right, we've got New Year fixtures. Uh, last New Year fixtures in the next week, we're going to do a, um, a little bit of a cup special pod. It's the FA Cup next week, so I'll be talking about the FA Cup pod next week. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, as I don't normally, I haven't done a, uh, a cup pod yet, so um, that's something to talk about. Uh, okay, right. Games this week uh, in the Premier League. What, three tomorrow? They're supposed to be four, but Leicester Norwich has been postponed because of COVID and injuries, uh, which is probably glad for Norwich because they played awful against Crystal Palace the other day, and I think they probably need a week off. Uh, okay, so Saturday, tomorrow, 1st of January, first game of the new year is Arsenal versus Man City at 12.30. That's on BT Sport. Uh, Watford against Spurs at 3 o'clock. And then uh, got Palace versus West Ham. That is a 5.30 kickoff and that is on Sky Sports. And then on Sunday, you've got Southampton versus Newcastle, Leeds versus Burnley, Everton versus Brighton, Brentford versus Villa, and Chelsea against Liverpool. And then finishing up on Monday, uh, you've got Man United against the Wolves. I don't know why I delayed that. Um, so, yeah, uh, they're the games. Uh, on Sunday, Brentford versus Aston Villa is on Premier League, on Sky Sports Premier League as well. So all the other games will be on radio or wherever you get your football from. So, as always, we need to talk about Saturday. We can talk about the 1st of January. We're going to talk about the first game of the week, which is Arsenal versus Man City. Um so, um, Man City are looking really good at the moment. They've got a nice, comfortable lead at the top of the Premier League. Um, Pep said there's 53 points to play for till the end of the season. He's not counting his chickens yet. Uh, he's not celebrating titles yet. They have got three really tricky games coming up um, over the next three, next three weekend, four weekends because um, FA Cup they'll play reserve side. Um, yeah, so going to be. A, it's, this is probably. This is the. I've always. I said this is the other day. This is the part where the titles usually won. Um, Man City haven't got really got many African players going off to the African Cup of Nations in a couple of week. Uh, next week, um, so their side is not going to be hit too hard. Uh, while others probably will be. Um, it's going to be a really entertaining game this is because Liverpool uh, sorry Man City and Arsenal sort of play a similar way I think Arsenal and Arteta want to play like Man City but they just don't have the players to do that just yet um, but Arsenal are looking really good looking defensively solid um, and just looking like they could they could cause like, could, could could cause some problems for Man City you've got Odegaard playing really well Saka's playing well Smith Rowe uh, Lacazette is leading the line really well, so and getting a good win against Norwich last uh, over the weekend will boost them as well. Um, considering how bad Norwich are playing at the moment, um, they seemed he seemed to have sort of fallen into a, a formation and a team that works for him really well. Um, with Abamyan not being featuring anymore, he probably I don't know when he's going to feature again. Um, Probably not until February, at least. Um, he might even have to feature if there's an injury to Lacazette at any point. But I, I've got a feeling they'll go into Enketia 
over him at the moment as well because Inketia is out of contract and I think they need to convince him to sign a new one. Um, but there's also issues around Lacazette's contract issues as well at the moment. So there's rumours that he's not going to stay on at the end of the season. But I think if he plays every game till now until the end of the season and gets told that he's going to be the lead striker for Villa, that could change his mind. And also, I keep saying, what did I say, Villa? Arsenal, sorry, and he's club captain. That could change his mind. Um, I don't know where else he would go either, personally. I, I wouldn't see there's going to be a lot of clamouring for him, his services unless he wants to go back to Leon. but I couldn't see that happening either. Uh, Man City, Sterling's playing really well, scoring goals. Foden's playing really well. Defensively, they're looking solid. They're scoring goals all over the shop. Um... De Bruyne has come back into fitness after his bout with COVID as well, which he said he was struggling with. So it's going to be a really, really good game um, to start the new year with, hopefully. Um, hopefully there ain't going to be a little bit of a, um, a, f- a flatness to it, really. I hope the Arsenal fans can get Arsenal up for this game as well. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, next up, Watford Spurs at 3 o'clock. Uh, sorry, Watford, I think you're going to get battered here. Um, doesn't help that he didn't play well against West Ham. He played, you know, yes, he scored early, but they just didn't play well after that. Um, conceding four against West Ham, who haven't been playing well themselves, is not a good sign. Um, Ranieri just looked a bit angry, and I sort of worry about Ranieri because Watford do have the owners are very trigger happy, and I could imagine Ranieri potentially going by the end of January. Potentially, um, I. I They've got to sign players as well. They've got to become a bit more defensively savvy as well. Because um, Newcastle will sign players. Burnley will get their act together. And you think Watford are going to be that team that just creeps down. And I worry about Brentford as well in that sense as well. Because Brentford are not exactly looking solid either. They look good against... Like, they're, they're raising the game against top top-level sides and the top sides. But at the same time, they are not winning games against teams and around them as well. So that could be their downfall. So Tottenham, on the other hand, um, Conte is doing fantastically well since he's come in. It's uh, given them that little bit at least of life that they needed. I think also, I think the COVID break has actually helped him as well, just to get his point across with the players and gives him that extra time on the training pitch with the players that he was able to work with. Um, and that's shown in the games he played. Um, Kane scoring goals. Son's playing well. Moore is playing well. Deli Alley's playing well. Defensively, they look good. It, all that just helps build a solid foundation. And they've got some really tricky games coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. So... You'd think a positive result here. Then they've got uh, Chelsea, I think they've got, and then they've got Arsenal. Um, they, With these games coming up in the Premier League, that will just give them that boost into the new year um, and starting the new year because they, they want to get top four. And at the moment, they're in pole position for it, well, them and Arsenal. So may not chipping away as well. Um, these games are going to be really crucial to get a result against. And Conte will want nothing but results and consistency as well. He knows us how to win titles in leagues. Next up, uh, last game on Saturday, you've got Palace against West Ham. This is a really good game, actually. Uh, it's not an attractive game on paper when you look at it going, oh, no, this doesn't look good. But both teams are playing really well and playing good football. Um, Vieira should be back for Palace this week in the dugout. He's missed the last couple of games with COVID. 
Um, West Ham came back against Watford to win 4-1. We'll give them that boost. Past made Norwich look abject and really poor on um, Tuesday. Tuesday, I think it was, when they played. I can't remember. It's all merged into one. Um, to the point Norwich fans were really, really happy about the way Norwich played. But I think uh, I think Palace is not getting the credit they deserved with it either. So um, I think there needs to be a bit of credit go to Palace because they played really well. Um, they're just, yeah, just... It, it this could be a really good game. Uh, Conor Gagger might be back. Um, I don't know that he might be injured. He might have COVID. They didn't say, so we don't know. Jared Bowen's playing really well for West Ham. Uh, McAntonio scoring goals for West Ham, which is all good. Fantastic for them. And that's what they needed going into the Christmas period. Um, just looking at other games around England this week. Uh, championship, you've got on Saturday, you've got Sheffield United against uh, Millsborough. The Chris Wilder derby. Um, Chris Wilder goes back to his club, uh, his cl- boyhood club, actually, uh, this week. Um, they're not playing both teams. Millsborough are playing really well at the moment. I heard Neil Warnock on the radio yesterday say how much he's, how happy he's been for Millsborough and that the fact they're getting injuries back and that they're playing really well and they look they look really good under Wilder. Um, I think he's uh, this is Warnock coming out saying that he's probably he weren't overly happy about how he how it's all happened. I'm sub reading in between the lines here, but both teams are playing really well. Both teams um, uh, haven't last um, lost to Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United against Blackburn on the. 6th of November. Uh, they've not lost a game since then. And Millsborough, since Wilder's been in charge, hasn't lost a game so far. So you're looking at a really good attacking game this will be. I think they'll Wilder won't be won't be happy if he loses, but I don't think he'll be overly happy if he wins as well. But he's Millsborough manager, and um, they're both playing really well in terms of in the table. Millsborough up to 5th. Neil Wallace said that he can definitely see Borough go top 2, potentially, if they get a run of games going. They're I've got 39 points. Um, they're six points behind Fulham, who's on 45. West Brom dropping like a stone in that league as well at the moment. They're sitting fourth and 41. Blackburn and the team on form at the moment with uh, Diaz scoring goals. Brenton Diaz scoring goals um, for Blackburn. But he might not be there at the end of the January window because there will be clubs looking at him. Another team to look out for in championships, Huddersfield. Huddersfield are currently um, sixth on 39 as well. So um, they're playing really well. They're doing really good things there. At the bottom of the table, uh, Derby got a win again last night, I think, if I remember right, if I'm if I'm getting right. Uh, bear me a second. I'm just going to check the fixtures out because I didn't look at it, but I saw Rooney's... Um, uh, no, he didn't play. Uh, Derby beat Stoke two one. There we go. So if you're not sure about, if you didn't know about the Derby story, Derby um, had lost. I think it was, I think they've lost in total twenty six points in total this year because of uh, financial fair play rules and administration, blah blah blah. So they've been deducted thirty. I think twenty six points this year. So at when that all happened, Derby were on minus. Three, I think it was uh, about four, about a month ago, they were minus four points. Now they're on twenty, the twenty fourth in the league, so the bottom of the league. They're currently on ten points now. Barnsley are on twenty three, uh, twenty third in the league, and they're on fourteen points with Peterborough in twenty second with nineteen points. Now, before the points deduction happened, I was I heard a derby player saying that um, they were going mid table, like. 
sort of around 14th, 13th position derby. The derby have got really, haven't got a really good squad. They've got um, veterans in their side. And Rooney's done, um, if Rooney gets them out of trouble, Rooney needs to get manager of the year. He, that's, that's how well he has done if Derby can get them out of relegation. Um, halfway through the season, it could be done. It really could be done. Derby could get out of this. And if they finish 21st, it'll be incredible because um, they're just absolutely fantastic. And uh, I've seen a couple of games of Derby recently and they're getting results against the big teams as well, which is boosting for the fans. The fans have been behind them all the way and that really helps for them. Um, it, it, Yeah, it's... This could be a fantastic story, but we'll have to wait and see. But football's never really like that, so we'll just have to wait. Um, in League One, Sunderland are playing, who are top of league. They're playing... Uh, no, it's been postponed, sorry. That's me looking at the games uh, for Sunday, but that's been postponed. A lot of the games have been postponed because of COVID um, in League Ones and Two. Um, and they could all be called off today and tomorrow, but... Um, Looking at the fixture list, there's um, just, yeah, it's it's tricky because you just don't know. Like Ipswich uh, were team to beat really this year and they started off buying a lot of players at the start of the season, but um, they've sat the manager and now Kieran McKenna's in charge, old May United assistant uh, from a couple of weeks back. They're now sitting a length. 11th, my team, or team that I follow, Cambridge, first season in League One, is 17th at the moment in League One, which, um, if anyone, there's a podcast that I listened to at the start of the season when I was on holiday, and they were just basically saying, Cambridge, worst team in the league, worst team in League One, they'll get relegated, 17th, and they are, at the moment, because four teams get relegated in League uh, One, they are, Morecambe's in 20th, uh, 21st, sorry, on 20 points. Cambridge are on 26th, sitting in 17th, and uh, they play uh, Sunday, by the looks of things, I think. I can't see them on the list of games to play, so I don't know why they're not playing this week. Where are they? Cambridge. Where are Cambridge? Cambridge? Ugh, doesn't look like they're playing this week. Oh, that's weird. League One. Oh, they are. They've got Portsmouth on Monday. Ooh, that might be a game to watch. Um, yeah, Portsmouth Monday. So that could be a good game. I might go and watch that. If I can get tickets for it. But there we go. That's League One. Right, need to go back to Premier League stuff. Right, Premier League Sunday. Uh, you've got four games to pick from on Sunday. So uh, you've got Brentford versus Aston Villa, which is on Sky Sports. Like I said, that's at 2 o'clock. Everton, Brighton, Leeds, Burnley, Southampton, Newcastle, Chelsea, Liverpool. Um, games to talk about. Aston Villa, Brentford could be good, could be bad. Uh, Brentford need to get wins. I could see Brentford actually winning this game, actually, strangely. But Villa have had a week off because of COVID issues uh, for their game. So Stephen Gerrard should be back in dugout for this game as well, as he sh- should have done his isolation period. Um, if Ollie, I, I, Ollie Watkins is probably going to score this game. Uh, going back to his warm club, you'd think Ollie Watkins might possibly score. Um and Villa will be really tricky to play against. Um, and he's made, Steam Jar has made Villa hard to play against. John McGinn's played really well for Villa so far. Brentford, on the other hand, they look good against Man City. They just need to score goals and just be a bit more consistent. Um, the problem with Brentford is that they're just not getting the consistency that they want. And 
if they want to stay, <coughs> if they want to stay in the Premier League, that's the thing they need to do at the moment. They're sitting fourteenth at the moment. Uh, Brentford haven't won since Watford on the tenth of December, but they have played Chelsea, Brighton, and Man City in that time. Since then, uh, they lost two 0 to Brighton, two 0 to Chelsea, one 0 to Man City. So they're not getting hammered at, by any stretch. Um, but it's just you know the game against Leeds where they lost in the last minute that will annoy them. Um, they've you know they're on twenty points at the moment, sitting fourteenth. The good thing is, is that Burnley's on eleventh, who are on eighteenth. But at the moment, I think Burnley will overtake Watford, and then Newcastle. It all depends what Newcastle are going to do. Newcastle, the unknown in this in the bottom part of the Premier League, because. Newcastle, if they buy and get or loan big players in, they're gonna they'll go up in the table. And Leeds have got injury problems at the moment. They're currently got sixteen points, sitting sixteenth. Uh, Everton, once they get their injury problems sorted out, they'll probably go at the table. So Brentford will just drop down. Um, I can't see Southampton going, and Villa just look like they've got they're getting rolls of games going on. So. I, I could just see the IE team I could see there out in that top sort of six, seven at the moment is Brentford dropping down. Norwich, I think, are gone. Um, they showed a little bit of spark when Dean Smith went in, but the game against Arsenal and Palace were just really poor. Newcastle, you know, against Man United looked really good. Not to say really good. They played really well against Man United, made Man United look average, um, which hasn't been a hard thing to do for Man United this year. And Burnley had just... They need Cornet, and they just, yeah. Uh, it was interesting hearing the commentator saying about Sean Dyche turning water into wine with, on a daily basis with Burnley. They're right. I think when you look at, if Burnley do go down, and you look at how long Burnley be in the Premier League, how the players are as well. And they're saying it's the oldest Premier League side in the league at the moment. Um, and usually teams like that tend to go down. If they're the oldest side in the Premier League, they are the ones that tend to get relegated because they just can't keep the pace up and new blood needs to be injected into it. So um, I, I, I don't know with Burnley. Burnley are the one that are probably going to drop down and maybe Watford, I think, at the moment in the Premier League. It's, it's really tricky to see. Leeds, like I said, with the injury problems they've got, they need injuries coming back. Everton, on the other hand, they've got Brighton this week. I think Brighton will probably beat Everton as much as... Everton won't like that. Brighton play really good football. They just don't score goals. Oh, they played really well against Chelsea. And uh, again, you look at all the stats of Brighton, and Brighton should be a top top seven, eight team at the moment because they create, they create, create. They just can't finish, and that's the problem with Graham Potter's side is that they just need to find a striker or stumble on a striker that will score them. 15 goals a season. If they do that, then they go up. They stay up and they go into European places. They really do. Um, Everton, they have had, they need Calvert-Lewin back. They're, they're so toothless when Calvert-Lewin's gone. So, so toothless. Um, and potentially by the time the injuries come back, Benitez might not even be charged. That's how much of a precarious position he's in. So you just don't know really where, that, where they're going to go with that. In terms of the big game, Chelsea-Liverpool, um, this will be the last game, I think, uh, that Salah and Mane will play um, for Liverpool before they go off to the African Cup of Nations. And Matip as well. And I'm trying to think of Liverpool players from my head that are going to the AFCON. Uh, Cater as well, he'll be going. 
Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the African Cup of Nations. I'm not sure. No, Canate is French. Yeah, so they're all off to the AFCON, um, which starts on the 9th of January. So um, this, for fantasy football players, is disastrous because they're going to be gone for two, three weeks. So um, I've, I've said in the fantasy football pod, take Salah and Mane out of your side. Jota's going to be leading the line and it'll be... Um, People who like Origi and um, Minamino to stand up and, and set the world alight now for Liverpool. Chelsea, on the other hand, um, seems a bit of turmoil in Chelsea at the moment, um, which is not really being talked about. Tuchel moaning a little bit. This is the interview with Lukaku yesterday that came out, saying he wants to go back to Inter and he's not happy with the way Chelsea are playing. Um, very interesting stuff coming out of Chelsea at the moment. Um, it's it's weird, like hearing Andy Brassel talk about um, Tuchel when he went to Chelsea last year, and Tuchel seems to have an implosion um, at some point in the season that every club he's been at, and there's no unrest behind the scenes at the moment by the looks of things. But Tuchel doesn't seem to be happy, and this is this is his first year in English football full season in English football and he's having to deal with the football in terms of the Christmas fixtures and blah 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 and I think the extent of the football is is hitting him hard because he's not used to it in France have season break Germany have mid-season break um and also they're saying about every other nation doing five subs apart from the English one I don't agree with the five-sub rule. I, you, know, you can't introduce a five-sub rule for Christmas and then scrap it by the time Christmas finishes. Um, I don't like the five-sub rule anyway. I don't believe it should happen. Um, the fact that it happens in Champions League, I think it's a ridiculous thing when you see five people lying up on the side about to come on to take five. You're taking pretty much half the side off. It's, it, it's ridiculous. Um, keep the three subs. It's supposed to be a substitution. It's supposed to just improve your side gradually or bring fresh legs on. You can't just change half the side. I don't agree with that. Um, yes, I don't. I I think having fixtures during midweek doesn't help things after Christmas. Was there any need to have these games on this week? Probably not. Um, I, they could have easily put them somewhere else. Issue being with football generally and um this was the problem when there was the break when covid hit is that organizers only look out for their own competition uefa look out for their own competition having a europa league conference you know conference league no need there's no need for it this year delay it for a couple of years then put it back in put it in a couple of years time um champions league next year's gonna be even more fixtures when that new format comes in Europa League, two main fixtures again, you know, qualifying rounds into qualifying rounds, stupid. Um, FA Cup replays, scrap them. I'm, you know, I agree, you know, yes, they're fantastic for lower minnow clubs, but there's no need for, no need for it, get rid, no need for a replay, scrap them. Um, Carabao Cup, no need to have two leg ties in the semifinals, just no, no need. You know, all this stuff could, could help, could help things. But they, they just don't. It just doesn't help. Um, like I say, they try and cram too much football into a short month, eight-month period. And then next year's going to be worse because you've got a World Cup. And you haven't seen the schedule yet. I'd employ you to go have a look at the schedule for football next year. It's absolutely ridiculous um, for when the World Cup happens. I think players and teams played a week before the World Cup 
for the club side. Then they go off to Qatar. So they go to the other side of the world, basically, to do a World Cup in 20, 30-degree heat. And then they come back and play their first game after Boxing Day, which they get, I think, 10 days. I think they get a five- to 10-day break. And then they're playing again. It, they need to review the fixtures and re-read the list. I'm on my soapbox. I'm just seeing my counter in 24 minutes. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this game's going to be really good. Really, really good game. Um, Chelsea playing really well, but they're conceding goals. Liverpool are just scoring goals for fun, but not 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 playing well. Losing against Liverpool, uh, Leicester at the week, midweek. I was expecting Klopp to go mental over the fixtures, but I think was, he couldn't go on that soapbox because they didn't play on Boxing Day. Monday night, talk about Wolves Monday night quickly. Um, looks good on paper. Looks like it's going to be a really interesting game. It'll be really, really, really cagey, boring, 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 boring. Wolves will be fresh. May not should be fresh. Um, they got they played Newcastle and they played Burnley, but Burnley looked quite easy game last night for him. Wolves haven't played since Boxing Day, where they got uh, sorry against before Boxing Day, where they got a nil nil against a depleted Chelsea side. Um, they'll come into this game really fresh. Difficult for Wolves because defensively they're really hard to break down by those things. It's just they don't score goals, and that's what lets them down with Wolves. So. Um, I'm not expecting lots of goals in this game. Maybe a 1-0. Last game uh, at the start of the season was an awful game. Wolves should have won that by miles. But somehow, Man United came away with the points. Um, Ronaldo scoring goals. He scored four in the last five Premier League games. They just need to get that formation sorted out and um, sort out who's playing in which position. Sancho looked good last night for about 45, 50 minutes. He looked all right last night. So maybe that's him coming into a bit of form as well, a bit of confidence. Um, Fernandez didn't play. I don't think United really missed him last night, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. So uh, that's the end of the pop. Hope you all enjoy it. I will be back next week for an FA Cup special. Uh, sorry about the ranting and raving, by the way, um, but I've enjoyed it, so it's been fun to get it out there. Right, hope you have a lovely new year, and I'll see you next week. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>